we are ready to answer the question. We're answering the question right now. Read it again one more time. All right. Well, what artist would you say influenced you the most? That was our question for this week's show and also our live DJ that we had before this uh, podcast. And we had a very good amount of participation in Mm -hmm. the in the live stream chat. But what is he taking from Drake? You walk into Drake's house and everything is expensive. What do you take? <laughs> Literally everything's worth $1,000. That's what, what I'm thinking. What do you take? He's like, okay, I'm in you Drake's house. You can't. First off, you're, you're like, I'm in Drake's house. What, like, the, what the fuck? fuck? Yeah, so now you got to lower your heart rate. And then you're like, okay, there's an expensive Not only that, you're there. thinking about where are the cameras, where are the security. Here, this is from Rap on Instagram and ScreenRant.com. So Dr. Dre's The Chronic is back on Spotify after being removed for almost a year. Welcome to CW Hip Hop, your home for Wisconsin hip hop. This is our live podcast, episode 102. I'm your host, DJ Bank. Co-host here, as always, I have Garky. Yo, 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 yo. You can find our personal social medias tagged on all of our CW Hip Hop posts. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at CW Hip Hop to find those. We do have a great show lined up for you guys. Got a lot of great topics we're going to talk about. But first, I want to make sure we shout out our sponsors for making the WIAs and this show possible for you guys. So starting off here, we have Hollywood Recording Company. They're building a premier recording studio in Chippewa Valley. It's about 10 minutes north of Eau Claire. Their slogan is Small Town Big Sound. And you can follow them right now on Instagram at Hollywood Recording Company. That's H A. L-L-I-E, Wood Recording Company. Message them, let them know that CW Hip Hop sent you so they know their ads are getting in front of the right people. And when that studio opens, make sure you guys book your appointments there. Check out the new studio in town. He's got a great line of work that he's worked with a couple of other artists. I think he works with artists like J-Mob, um, some over there in that neck of the woods, Eau Claire, obviously. So make sure you guys check them out. Also, thank you to our second sponsor, Chop Shop Barbershop. They're a barbershop in Plover, Wisconsin, and you can make sure you get a unique experience while you're getting your fresh haircut there because it is a garage-themed barbershop. You can find a link to schedule that appointment at the garage-themed barbershop on our homepage at cwhiphop.com. Follow them on Instagram at Chop Shop Barbershop. Tell them that CW Hip Hop sent you to receive the best experience. Also, thank you to our Patreon listener tier, Danielle Garkey and Maverick Wire. Thanks, Ma. We appreciate you guys for supporting Wisconsin hip-hop through the listener tier. You're getting that 10% discount to our shop, cwhiphop.com slash shop. And you can also join them. We'll shout you out on every live DJ and podcast. Go to patreon.com slash cwhh. And we are going to be revamping those uh, benefits that you get for each tier. Artists, listeners, sponsors, we're we're revamping it all. So make sure you guys stick around for that and you won't uh, be missing any of those updates if you follow us on Instagram at cwhiphop. We do have a question for our IGTV chat mm-hmm. this week, so mm-hmm. we're going to give you a little bit of time to answer it, so we're not going to announce the uh, answers right away, but what do we got for this week, Arky? The question this week is, what artist would you say influenced you the most? One artist. Now, again, you don't, I said this in the live DJ plenty of times, but you don't need to be a, you don't need to make music to answer this question. If you listen to music, any artist that influences you the way you think, speak, live, whatever it is, let us know. Come into our Instagram live chat. Type it in the chat. I'll write it down, and we'll be talking about it very soon. Yes, yes. So you guys got a little bit of time there, but we're going to go over some new music in Wisconsin hip-hop first. You guys can find a playlist on Spotify. It's titled New Wisconsin Hip-Hop. We have all of these songs in there and more. We update it every week, so it has the freshest Wisconsin hip-hop in there only. So if you want to follow a playlist, so that way you never miss out on New Wisconsin hip-hop, that is the playlist you guys want to be That's the one. following there. Yes, so sir. Starting off, we have a new song by Lake, his song Space, that is out now. Sammy Sin with Sad Boy Sammy, that is a project out now. Dustin Warbear with Three Times, out now. Vinny Sincata with Wonder Why, out now. Blue Jacket with his project, Green Sweater Paradox, that is out now. And Philly with his song, Let Me Go, that is coming out this 
Friday the 3rd. We do have that as an exclusive on CW Hip Hop's 24-7 radio player on our homepage. So you guys can listen to that, possibly hear that early. You've probably seen some promotional um, content from Philly if you follow him. I love the music video that he's got with it and the vibe of this song. So make sure you guys check out all of these songs. And when that one drops, you can find it on CW Hip Hop's uh, new Wisconsin Hip Hop playlist on Spotify. We do have uh, quite a few concerts starting up here again in Wisconsin hip-hop. So starting with the first one, Friday, February 3rd, that is going to be this Friday at 8 p.m., Project LAX 2023 is going to be throwing a rager at the Cavalier Theater in La Crosse. It's going to have artists performing like Ace Wild, SB Stevie, and DJ McFly, and they have a wide range of entertainment for you guys that night. It's going to be a 21-plus event, $20 uh, door fee as well for that. Saturday, February 18th at 9 p.m., the Passion Park Experience at the Brahmin Cafe will be having artists like Disguise Larry, JD Makes Music, Cookies and Cream, David Lopez, and many more. It is going to be a free entry, but you have to be 21 to get into that, 21 plus to get into that event. Friday, February 24th at 8 p.m., Kid Vibe and Friends Part 2 will be at the Red Rooster in Madison. Kid Vibe, Freddie the King, NGS, Obscure, Suvi, The Real Taco, and more. They're That's going to be, be a good show. Performing there. It's going to have a $10 door fee for that show as well. And then the last one we have is Saturday, February 25th at 7.30 p.m. JD Makes Music will be having a listening party for his upcoming album, Hustle Never Sleeps. That project will be dropping uh, Friday, February 24th, so then this listening party will be the day after. It's going to be at Lesson Jim's Lincoln Lanes. Artists like JD, Ace Wild, Prism, and Young Sage are going to be performing. It is an 18-plus event and a $10 door fee there. You guys can view all of these. We have a picture of the flyer, links to Google Maps, so you guys know where the venues are at on our home, uh, on our website at cwhiphop.com slash concerts. And if you want to see some of the past venues that people have performed at, maybe you want to get some ideas for where you could perform in your neck of the woods, if you scroll down to the bottom of that concert page, it's going to uh, allow you to click on a link that will go to past concerts. We had all of the past ones for 2022 in a page. I've separated those, so it's going to have a 2023 past concerts and a 2022 past concerts. You guys should be able to see that at the top of those page when you go to the past concerts. But got a lot of great resources there. It links directly to Google Maps for each venue, so if you want to hit them up, you have all the contact information that you need for those shows. And then also want to make sure you know that February 8th on our live DJ, we're going to have a special show for you guys that is going to be next Wednesday at 7 p.m. We're going to be announcing all of the winners for the WIAs as the first annual WIAs comes to a close. We're really excited. We're counting up all the votes right now. We're making sure all the verified ones are tallied up. We don't even know, as me and Garky, we have no idea who the winners are at this moment. So even if we did, we wouldn't tell you. you got to be here February 8th. So make sure you guys are here for that show. Set your calendars. We're going to have a great show for you, so you don't want to miss that one. That's all I got for announcements, though, and we are ready to answer the question. We're answering the question right now. Read it again one more time. All right. Well, what artist would you say influenced you the most? That was our question for this week's show and also our live DJ that we had before this uh, podcast. And we had a very good amount of participation in the in the live stream chat. Uh, for those of you that are listening back uh, afterwards, say you're listening on Instagram. Uh, if you say you're listening on TikTok, say you're listening on Spotify or SoundCloud, guess what? You can go into the comments or onto the poll if you're on Spotify, and you can let us know your answer to this question still, even though you're not here live. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you doing that. But let me get right into these answers here. We had Cliff Sack in the chat say that Dub Sack is his most influential artist. Big Fat Tony says Mac Miller. Ace Wild says Tech Nine. Hollywood Recording Company, shout out our sponsor. Shout out. Uh, Pimps says Pimp C. Dubsack in the chat says 50 Cent. Uh, Mr. Lloyd says Scarface. T. Wood says Sam Cooke. 
TRA says logic, STLE says Tech9, TR1 says Came1, uh, YVST says Isaac Hayes, Official Mickey, or Mikey, I, one of the two, uh, <laughs> says Mosey, uh, Producer Deadbase says Juicy J, and Grow Talk, which is actually our first answer from TikTok ever. Hey, so thank, thank you, TikTok. Thank you, Grow Talk. Uh, he says Tupac. Tupac, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what was your answer? answer there. I went with the tried and true. If you know me, it's got to be Mac Miller. I listened to a lot of his music growing up, and after his passing, I really dove into his discography. If I had to say some of his influences in my music, and just as a person, I some of his messaging in there definitely applies to my day-to-day life. So, yeah, Mac Miller for my answer. What do you got for yours here, Garky? If I wouldn't have went with Logic, then I would have been lying to myself and everybody else. So uh, I'm going with Logic. Logic. Um Oh, just a man existing in the chat also says Big Fat Tony, by the way. I forgot to write that one down, and he thinks I didn't take him seriously. But I take you seriously, okay, man? <laughs> um, but either way, yes, my answer is Logic, my man Bobby Tarantino. I grew up with him. I was nine years old when I first found him, and I'm still bumping the shit out of his music today. I can't stop. Can't stop. Can't <laughs> stop, won't stop. All right, well, thank you, everybody, for putting your answers in the IGTV chat. We appreciate it. Every week we have a question for you, so if you want to join us live, we go live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. for the live DJ, 8.20 for the podcast. You can put your answers in both of those. If you're listening back on SoundCloud, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, you can put it in the comments. Spotify, you can just swipe up. There's a little box that you can put your answer in there. TikTok, Instagram, if you guys are listening back, put your answers in the comments there as well. Helps with the engagement. We also see all of your answers as well, so we appreciate the participation you guys got. But if you guys engage with those posts when they're up afterwards, it helps more people find our content and Wisconsin hip hop as a whole and that's the goal of it all here but thank you guys for putting your answers in there we got quite a few here so we appreciate it did you get a last minute one here yeah Noah K in the TikTok chat uh, says Eminem Eminem okay hey that's a respectable answer I mean oh he of course a lot I mean of he's in the hip hop hall of fame oh yeah let's be honest and rock and roll I think and Oh yeah, I think I think we talked about that yeah yeah we talked about that we cover a lot of topics here sometimes they all blur <laughs> yeah facts <laughs> Well, speaking of topics, we're going to go into our first one here. You see that segue? That was pretty clean. So, <laughs> it I'm makes it less clean when you reference it. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Funny, I'm, I'm going to make sure you guys know here. I'm working on my segues. So, this first story is from TMZ.com. Kanye has been named a suspect in a battery charge after an altercation in the street of Santa Barbara, California. California. There's footage of the whole interaction. The point of view is from the passenger side of a car that Kanye accused of following him. Ye then approached the driver's side of the woman's car and basically said, stop with the cameras. So the woman actually driving also had her camera up, kind of like recording the whole thing, like on her side of the car, but right up on the window there. Phone camera. Phone camera, Okay. Yes. Uh, there was some... Because it would have been different if rumor. it was like an actual camera and he saw that they had an actual like nice camera point up. That makes more sense. But if somebody just has their phone out, like they... I can record whatever the fuck I want on my phone. Yeah, so there there was some... I didn't want to put this in there because I wasn't sure how true it was, but it was she was a photographer as well. I wasn't sure if she was a civilian just taking pictures or if she was a professional photographer, but the, the camera she had in the footage was her cell phone there. Um, so Kanye basically said, stop with the cameras. The woman driving then replied back with, but you're a celebrity. Before she could finish saying that sentence, Ye actually grabbed the phone and chucked it far behind her vehicle, down the road, essentially. And then Ye walks back to his car where his wife, his new wife, Bianca Sensari, is patiently waiting. So at the end of the... I feel sorry for her. <laughs> she I is, feel sorry for she her. She is... Um, oh, man. That's locked in for the roller coaster. Let's yeah, no say, shit. Yeah. I'm surprised they even have um, 
Kanye as a wit or like before you explained to me the uh, the thing, I was gonna I was gonna make a joke of uh, I'm surprised that they're even even able to name him as a suspect because normally he's wearing that black and mask the, that it just the, covers his whole head or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and and it's I just thought about that like what they just saw a guy in a black mask and they're just gonna say it's Kanye. <laughs> no, so it, it was it was clear as day Kanye. Okay, that uh, makes at, sense. Yeah. At the end of the 25 second clip, you can actually see another person in the road, and I'll say this too: the the road is. There's the car that Kanye approached. There's another like SUV in front of the car that he approached. But there's also from like the right side another vehicle blocking like Kanye's car from being able to just drive off. It was it was not a normal like traffic situation. They weren't just like parked on the side. You mean? No. So we're in the middle of the road. Okay, it's the middle of the like, street. Okay. So give me first thing I need to clarify here: rural street, city street. Where like how? What kind of street? It looks is like this? a two lane, maybe three lane. It's Santa Barbara, okay. California. Okay. So Cali Street. Okay. Yep. okay. Cali Street. There's not much traffic, but there is the car that the woman's in that had her phone thrown out. There's the car in front of her car, which I'm assuming is Kanye's. I you don't see him get in SUV, it. Yeah. Then there's another vehicle, possibly a security or something. That's if if you're thinking of like there's a oh, turn if, lane okay, in the left and then there's that other lane right next to it, this other car in front of Kanye's car is diagonal so in both of the lanes. I was gonna say so it probably Blocking is Kanye's a security car. at that point then, because so, then they can roll out in front of him or go around the car to get to where he is. It, it was, I'm sure that's probably it, what was it was interesting how they were parked. Check it's out Kanye. check he out the videos on TMZ. But um, do we the, have the videos on the website? I don't put them on the website. You um, could link to it. I, I, that's what I've been telling the sources. It. I've been saying, hey, it's on TMZ.com. Okay. Um, eventually, that's what I had the ideas for. It's extra work, so i got to work it into no, the, I understand. the thing of That's one all. thing that radios do, to. though, because I, uh, I always hear, like, when I'm at work, I always listen to, like, Big Cheese 107.9. And they always like they're either talking about TikToks or something like that, and whenever they have a topic or something like that, they're always like, "Go watch the video on our webpage here." Blah 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 blah. So I mean, if they have videos, maybe we should start doing that. Yeah, yeah, it's something we could work in. Uh, so at the end of that 25 second clip, you can see another person in the road who appears to be holding a more expensive camera, like not a phone; it's an actual camera. So maybe that's possibly the person a paparazzi. That, I was gonna say so that might have ticked him off in the first place, and then he saw the person in the car and like anger. Um, um, directed his anger towards her instead of the paparazzi guy possibly that yeah so I mean, it's a 25 second clip yeah, you don't yeah, yeah, get yeah. anything before not and much it cuts off yeah, yeah. yeah um so possibly a paparazzi kanye actually kind of like approaches the guy and he's like give me your camera and the guy's like no the pop he approached the paparazzi he's like give me your camera and the paparazzi's Hell backing no. off and like if it's a real paparazzi they're going down before that camera goes down they will die before you take the camera so I guarantee it. the cops were then called and they were shown the video evidence and later named yay as a suspect in the battery investigation the whole thing just kind of sounds like um another day in the life of kanye so but he was actually going to a sport complex in the area that northwest was going to be having a scheduled basketball game at so that's why he was in the area there i'm confused on why they called a battery wouldn't it just be an assault or 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 a, like a um like our harassment because he didn't touch or hurt the person he took the phone and i mean it's personal property i get that but i don't think i, I guess i wouldn't name that battery if i was thinking about it that'd be more of an assault if you're in the in the igtv what's the difference between assault and battery Do we got any is lawyers a, in the chat is it, a, is it a legal term is it because i've never heard of somebody being charged well, with assault two, it's usually battery isn't it are you sure though I always i'm not like that's assault. why i'm asking the chat here if you guys got it like, here I feel like they're two different terms, but at the same time, I do hear battery more often. Whenever I when think I hear of like battery, a or a fight, it's usually whenever a battery I charge. hear of battery, it's somebody gets hurt. That's what. But like, I feel like more of an assault is like when you when I do something to you that may not hurt you, but you are feeling scared or uncomfortable or whatever. That I feel like that's more of a harassment slash assault. 
But I'm not the law. I, I have no fucking clue. I don't know either. I wonder if it's maybe in, le- <laughs> in, in legal way, um, I think they're saying if you damage a person or property. That's so battery. STLE says in the chat that it's physical contact is a battery. Okay. But again, I, if, he, did he only grab the phone? Did in, he the grab video, her? in the video, he snatches the phone and then throws it. It's not like he grabs her wrist. Yeah, grabs the so phone. like that's it's, why it's a clear that's grab weird. I feel like he'll be able to get out of it because of that, and maybe just get like lesser charge. I mean, he's I gonna don't get out of it. That's a bad Kanye. He's got it is Kanye. Well, yeah, he might true, not have man. the money for lawyers. I think his team. You don't think Kanye has the money for no, lawyers? I remember this though. There was a story a while back. Kanye's team could not get a hold of him, so they put an ad in the New York Times to tell him they were quitting. What? Kanye went a uh, AWOL for a bit. He he was dis- he disappeared for like two weeks or something, and they couldn't get a hold of him at all to tell him, hey, we're no longer representing you. So the way to let him know was in the New York Times. They put a whole ass ad out there saying, hey, Kanye, we no longer are representing you as a I legal team. I want to see this ad. That's interesting. You, you can Google it. It, it, it happened <laughs> a couple uh, weeks ago. It was during the whole debacle that he had his episode. Um, but yeah, so I imagine it's hard for him to find good lawyers now since he had them and lost them and he doesn't have that much money anymore to Noah fund K, them. Noah K in the chat also makes a good point. Like it could be, I feel like it. it's more of a disorderly conduct at that point too. That's, that's another good way of putting it in my mind. Because yeah. again, he didn't, from what I'm hearing, I didn't see the video. He, he didn't he hurt didn't anybody. He didn't look her. like anybody was so, hurt in the video. I feel like battery's a bit much. But either way, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a judge. I'm not an executioner. Maybe I that's, barely know the law. So <laughs> Maybe that's why they gave him the battery charge because they're like, okay, you're going to get off because it's technically disorderly. I guess. Maybe yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like, we can't convict. I don't know. It, or maybe, who knows maybe at that point? the charges were pressed as battery, but then it's probably going to come out that it wasn't battery. Because like that happens sometimes with like defamation cases. They say defamation, but then at the end they're like, well, it's not really defamation, but they did do this. Mm-hmm. You know, like a shorter or a smaller problem comes out of the bigger problem, okay. I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, a later charge might, might surface. Yeah, like through the evidence, they'll probably find that it's something else. Now, kind of on the topic here of like, if she was just a paparazzi or following him around taking pictures, what are your thoughts on paparazzis? Just as a general, not necessarily Kanye here, but just in general, what do you think about paparazzis? They literally have a constitutional right to do what they do. They do. So I have no problem with them. I would, I would be a cop of paparazzi. That's like probably one of the easiest fucking jobs ever. You follow around celebrities taking pictures and videos, and then you send that into whoever the fuck else to do whatever else. Now, I, I get the whole First Amendment, you have that right to do it. But at the same time, no, I don't, there's I no there's, way you can like say no. Isn't it, there isn't should there be a different amendment for it, though? The f- um, first, the first amendment would be is that the one that expression that's freedom and of speech. The government can't. I don't because do freedom it. of press. That's the one. What? I think falls is that under the still first. the first amendment? Okay, okay. The government okay. can't prosecute you for what you publish, say, yada yada. So mm-hmm. I think that would fall under the first. But at the same time, though, I, I was watching a video just recently. They were talking about like the show Cops, and the reason for um, there were some changes with Cops from the first initial launch of it to later on. They actually had to get waivers from everybody on film. They had to sign saying, hey, I'm going to... Well, that's a thing anywhere you go if you're... So why doesn't a paparazzi need that same permission? Because they... Well, that's, They're putting their content onto that's their service. kind of like a... So the way I see it, I guess, is they have the badge to do that. Like a police officer has the badge to, you know, install his... Right, or how he's thinking or pulls you over for whatever. Um, I feel like they have, like, more of a leeway with that just because they are paparazzi. If you... It's almost like when you go to a concert and you don't have the media pass, you can't take pictures. You know what I mean? I, I guess in my mind, that's how it works. But, again, well, I don't know the fucking law. Th- <laughs> okay, so maybe I, I'm trying to, like, see where you're coming from. So maybe, like, the venue thing is it's a private property. 
private event. That is, you need permission that's for it. Yes. But there's a celebrity out in public. You, see, you can take pictures of a building. I mean, no, within, of course. Within but that's reason, why you see. But, that's why you see celeb. Or that's why you see whenever paparazzi is like the most, they're outside the building waiting for the celebrity to come in because they can't necessarily, unless they have permission, go inside the building to do their work because it is private property. So. I would want to say that it's probably okay for them to do it in the public because it is this it's the same thing for like cops. Cops, I understand why they had to get the waiver because they're not only are they possibly putting people in harm and also dis um discrediting them in a way or like you know almost a defamation if they're almost, proven but they're innocent. Not really. If they're proven innocent, I mean they could be like you were putting me in a guilty light. Exactly, exactly. That's what that's the point I'm trying to make. And I feel like I forgot what the point I was going with that, but um Either way, paparazzis have a little bit more of a, it's a public setting. Yes. You're a public that's, person. That's why you see public. like TikToks and stuff where they're out just interviewing people on the street. They are allowed to do that. Even if the person says, don't film me, they can film you all they want because it is a public place. That's always going to be a thing, no matter if you have just your phone or you're a paparazzi. So I think with the guy being on the street or whatever like that, you, you can't do anything about it. You can't. It's a public area. If... You know, they can even stand outside your fucking house on the That's road. That's where I it's think it public, gets weird. It's public, though. Where, at what point could you say somebody is stalking you and put like a... Um, you could probably... Uh, like a restra- restraining, restraining order. order. Yeah. You probably could do that. Like if they keep the showing up at your house and you're like, hey, man, I've asked them to leave. They will not. I feel threatened. But you want to know They're... something that, that they would get around with that is? You can only put... You can put a restraining order on an individual person. You can't put it, I don't think you could put it on like a company. A group, so yeah. they would just then send a different one to your house. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, if you got nothing better, I mean, celebrities. Kanye's got, got plenty of better things. He's, he's got better things. <laughs> but I mean, if, if you're consistently just slowly having restraining orders placed against your people and it's some of your best people maybe they're sending out, you're eventually going to lose your value as a paparazzi because now you can't but go within 100 feet But you also got to think about it from person. a celebrity's perspective. If you start putting restraining orders on all the paparazzi, then a lot of the other paparazzi are going to hear about that and know about that. And they're like, well, we'll just stay away from them. Then there then goes you all your them. screen time. There goes all your news. There goes anybody talking about Nobody's you. Nobody's going to cover so you. So it's kind of just like, it's a double-edged, it's a double-edged sword. sword. Yeah. Just like everything in life, man. Everything in life is a double-edged sword. Okay, okay. Again, I was, I was curious. I yeah. honestly went into the question, what do you think about paparazzis? It's like, let's just open it up. Because, I mean, I have my thoughts on it and... I mean, you're right. I mean, in a public setting, you're a public figure. You can take pictures in public. I think it har- the harassing side, I get a distaste for some of the paparazzis because they're just over they're the top aggressive. and aggressive. Yes. And it's like, dude, chill yes. out. Like, if they don't want to talk to you. But it's kind of their job. They have to. They're trying to get that content, that sweet, yeah, that, that sweet scoop, content. That first scoop is a lot of money. Oh, I, you better believe it. You get something that the news doesn't have and you send them that video and be like, yo, pay me this. They'll pay you. They'll pay you that. It's a dirty trade. It is. It's but a dirty trade. There's a lot of dirty trades, though, bro. I'll give you that. There's a lot. I'll give you that. Half the world is dirty trades. Hell, all the people that are billionaires have a lot of dirty shit going on. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's uh, our update on Kanye. I don't usually like to talk that about Kanye great, topics. That was a great discussion, though. But yeah, this one was a little Because it wasn't all about Kanye. It wasn't all about it. Was, it was kind of a broader topic on celebrity culture, in a way. All right, moving on to our next topic here. This is from United Masters on Instagram. Justin Bieber sold the rights to his music catalog for $200 million. It's being called the largest rights deal to be struck by an artist in his generation. 200 mil? 200 mil. That's kind of crazy. That, that's a lot of money. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. So With my hip- budget, that'll last me all my life. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? So Hypnosis Songs Capital bought the full rights, 100% publishing rights to Justin Bieber's music. Uh, it's actually spelled H-I-P-G-N-O-S-I-S. So it's H-I-P. kind of playing on Hypnosis. Oh, okay. So okay. Of I was trying to like, I don't know why, but I was trying to, uh, to, uh, like picture what you said in my head as like like the word oh. to like spell it out and see what you meant. Yeah, here I'll show you real quick. It's okay, right, okay, okay. Top. I thought it was a cool spelling for it. Oh, I've never heard okay, it before. okay. Um, hip genos. But like think hip hop, but hip gnosis. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I got you. So they also bought his uh, artist royalties from his master recordings. So any money that he would have made in, f- in the future from his music being used in other media and neighboring rights. This includes all 290 titles that were released prior to December 31st, 2021, including his most recent album, Justice. Of his albums, including his most recent Justice album, eight of them are number one on Billboard's 200. It shows that even though Bieber has only been making music since the late 2000s, his music catalog is worth the payment. Another artist who sold their catalog kind of recently-ish was Bruce Springsteen, who sold his catalog for a massive $550 million back in 2021 to Sony Music Entertainment. Was there? Okay. I know there was one time where we just started talking about somebody selling their catalog. I forget who it was that was, but was that like the first person to do it? Because now we're starting to see a lot more artists... It's selling their catalog. It's kind of a because uh, I guess I've never heard right of now. it that much. No, as as of 2020, I don't think I've ever heard of an artist selling their catalog. At least maybe I haven't been aware of it. Yeah, I have. But in the last few years, there's definitely been um, what's the, the word for it, uh, like equity firms or just big money businesses that are buying the rights to stuff to then say, hey, we own this product. Now we're going to make money generating it through this over time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's where a lot of these $550 million, $200 million deals are coming from. It's not actually a label buying it. It's an equity firm that is buying the rights to it. So then they own it all. So then it's they like they just, the movies. They, they buy it. They buy the catalog and they send them all the unmixed versions. Oh, God. <laughs> So yeah, like anytime they're getting played on Spotify, they're making bank. Anytime their songs in a movie, they're making bank. Anytime well, once somebody they goes own on it, tour they can for start that, putting it in every movie. That's, exactly, that's what a lot of and, them do. Yeah, and then they're gonna start pushing that. So you might mm-hmm. start hearing more of Justin Bieber's music in I hope future. Not. <laughs> Me too. But that, that's <laughs> the that's the idea. Is they're now gonna make their investment back by putting it in another of course, medium. Of course, of course, of bigger course. name stuff mm-hmm. that normally. Maybe and Bieber Justin... has a very cult fan base. Always has. You know, do you remember the cut he, for Bieber? He knows his target market. Do you remember cut for Bieber? Cut for oh my god! The suicide, the suicide cutting for wow, Bieber. Wow, you're you're pulling out some. That was a long time ago. Cuts. That was like that pun was before intended. Tide Pods. <laughs> yeah, pun intended. No, but for real, uh, cult fan base, hundred yeah. percent. I used to have the fucking Justin Bieber hairdo back in the day. <laughs> I think a lot of people did, but I, you got to yeah. think of like. <laughs> He's only been making music since, like, I think 2008 is the number I saw. But, like, it's only been 15 years or so. But also, he it's, started at, like, 12. In 2008. So, yeah, it's like 2008 yeah. was his debut song. So, since 2008, all his music is now worth $200 million. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, some other stats here I have for Just Bieber, goes to show music. that you should invest in yourself. Exactly. So, he has almost 82 million monthly listeners and over 300, or 30 billion streams on Spotify alone. So just on Spotify, he's putting in some numbers. So that's not including title. That's not including Apple Music, YouTube Music, wherever, wherever. Mm-hmm. That's only on Spotify. I can't wait to hear how much Taylor Swift sells her catalog for. You want to bet it's going to be like a billion dollars? I bet you she breaks records. Like Taylor, Taylor like Swift? She does every time she drops something. What do you mean? Yeah, she's going to break records. She literally <laughs> does every time she drops an album. Every time. Well, it's ridiculous. Well, there's some backstory <laughs> with crazy. Taylor Swift, though, because she's... I don't remember. Because her, fan, her fans it. are fucking up Ticketmaster, right? No, they... they oh, that's not the, what you're talking about? Okay. No, uh, so she, <clears throat> I think, sold her initial catalog to Justin Bieber's 
manager buddy. I can't remember exactly. She already sold some? She sold her her prior music to this guy. He okay. was a dickhead about it and didn't didn't let any wiggle room. He was like, I own it. Go fuck off kind of thing. So what she said in return was, I'm going to remake every song you own. Redo it so I own it. And now your music is worthless because my fan base is following me, mm-hmm. not my mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to come support my shit. So she already kind of, I think, sold her music. But it turned out to be a bad deal, so she went back to remake it all. Interesting. I don't know if she ever did. Okay. I just remember hearing. Either about way, it. I can't wait to hear what the number is when she does, because it will be. Two, we think two hundred million is a lot. Goddamn, Taylor's with us. Five hundred swinging for the fence. Five hundred fifty million, I think, is the biggest one. Like that was the. Which one was that? Uh, Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Okay. I don't know much of his music. Older, older, he's an older, older artist. Yeah. But still, there's a lot of people who love his music that it's worth five hundred fifty million to it. Imagine when Taylor Swift sells her music. That is going to be That's what I'm saying, such man. a cultural... It's got to be a bill. Like, there's so many more people who know Taylor Swift's music just by growing up for in real. a higher population earth Even, than Bruce Springsteen. You know, now I keep thinking about it. Beyonce sells her music. Jay-Z sells his music. Those are going to be Jay-Z big numbers. Music, Why? He's, he's big on owning I'm just like rights. I'm just like, yeah. hy- hypothetically, if they sell, like, that's a, that's a lot of money, bro. Like, Beyonce, she's literally the highest, she has the most Instagram followers ever. Now, one thing about this, too, is there's a lot of, quote-unquote, free but money floating around. Is, is it Beyonce or so Rihanna? there was a lot of money that they just didn't know what to do with, so they were throwing it at these deals, hoping they'd make it back. So who knows? Maybe this, checks. maybe this train stops at some point, and Taylor Swift never is able to make it. I kind of feel like it doesn't, sale. because now that, because yeah. these co- companies are always going to need new music for video, or for mu- movies. Companies are always going to need new music for their promotions, or whatever it is. And they're just even holding want, assets And they always that want they music that is relevant, and that people are going to connect with. So... Yeah. I guarantee you it's probably not going to stop. Um, but going back to what you said about how they had a lot of money to throw around, it might, I, it might, they might tone down the prices or, like, asking prices or whatever. But I think, like, what, like for Taylor Swift or, like, artists like that, it's going to be up there. Yeah, so personally, I don't listen to much Justin Bieber. It's mostly processed radio oh, don't radio lie pop. to me. You know what? Juicy, Juicy, or whatever the fuck is on. That's she says my... Juicy, Juicy. Is that <laughs> yummy, 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 yummy. I was going to say, yeah, it's definitely not Juicy, Juicy. <laughs> That's how much I listen to Justin Bieber here. <laughs> Yummy, yummy. But congrats to that. That is a massive deal, and just you gotta respect his his work, his catalog. Dude, he he did it. Uh, any haters are just kind of jelly facts. of that eight donuts behind do that two two hundred million deal. I mean, do you think eight? he sold at oh, the I guess top? There is yeah, there's yeah. eight zeros. I was there. gonna say I've, whenever I think million, I think six, but I know there's two more. Yeah, there's two the, more yeah, on there. Whatever. Do you think he sold at the top, or do you think his music will be worth much more in the future? Well. Justin Bieber's not done making music. No, he's not done. So, but do you think he his peak? music was in that and they acquired it and then eventually that will be worth more in terms of peak i guess so putting it into perspective i guess in terms of peak that technically yes that if he sold his old catalog that is his peak music that he sold i i agree with that i I would say that that is true but at the same time with him having the cult fan base and like no matter like whenever he drops or what he drops it always blows up pretty much right away because fucking who doesn't know who Justin Bieber is and he's is. plugged in the radio system oh, 100% he, every they play his fucking radio, song every 10, 10 minutes um, but I forgot where I was going with this now but who cares either way Justin so Bieber is boil it down do yes. you think he did a good deal or do you think it's going to be worth I think it was a good deal Okay, because okay. the music that he makes from now on is, is also going to accumulate wealth over time and he's had eight and it's number one be, albums exactly he obviously so knows what he's doing he'll make more bit. number one albums and then sell those for probably more in the future or the same in the future or whatever it is because shit I'll take another 200 mil Justin Bieber <laughs> if you fuck up this 200 million dollars and need to sell your category, catalog later you, you, 
I don't know. You you messed up somewhere along the way. You, 200 million should be. I don't think he you could up fuck up 200 million. I really. I would be surprised if somebody could fuck up 200 million. He's kind of a kid what celebrity. are you going to buy with 200 million dollars? A yacht, a, an island. I mean, there's shit you could buy for that, and well, you, might, like you might you might overbuy why people, something. Why would people that, buy like? Well, I guess there. There's things you can spend 200 million dollars on. Well, of course, I know you. I know there's or like even a bunch individual of things, things that are. That's what I was thinking. Like what, a million dollars here, a million dollars there. I guess I don't know the perspective of a, of a rich motherfucker. This is also pre-tax. I'm thinking about. I'm trying to think about like, what if I got 200 million dollars? What the fuck would I buy other than a house? Like, what else do I need? Well, you're a celebrity, so you're throwing parties. You're gonna buy the next best sports car. Yeah, put I mean, I guess, I mean, I'm sure I Bieber's not, I would not buy a sports car. That is the worst investment. You might ever. not, but Justin Bieber living in Beverly Hills might need to buy one to fit in. He he feels there's that pressure. There's yeah, that pressure that you know, down the road he just bought a new one. Yeah. Now I want to stay kind of relevant. I want a new one. You put it as a promotion write off. Maybe it doesn't get as much promotion, but you fucked up on the spending because you, you already bought it. You ever see those TikToks of people with like Lambos and stuff like that, and then they make the TikToks and then they bring it back to the rental agency. <laughs> I see that all the time, bro. People because they want to fit in online, so it's kind of the same thing. Exactly, that you're with but that. it's actually Justin Bieber with actual people around him. He's gonna feel that pressure more than somebody online. Just oh, I want to like you know your friend doesn't have a Lambo. You you just know that, but they're doing it anyways for the internet points. Mm-hmm. Justin Bieber actually knows the people, and they're gonna be like, damn, you have that 2016 whatever fucking get with the times to get a, the new one. I mean, I could see him spending it at some point. I hope he doesn't, but. Who knows at that I point? I mean, think about it. He, There's so many things you he can He probably buy with has so mil. much money in the bank already that that 200K True. isn't, like, it's probably going to, of course, it's going to add a lot to it, or 200 mil, I should say. It's going to add a lot to it. But he already has enough money to pay for all the shit that he needs or wants, I'm sure. Um, so, fuck, I don't know what he's going to get. I just, I, Justin, if you're in the chat, let me know what if you're going to buy. If you're in the chat, Justin. <laughs> let me know what you're going to buy with that 200 mil. Okay, Watch, so. Justin's going to get a fucking I just, private I just jet. looked it up real quick, and this was updated 13 hours ago. Um, Peruna University.org is the source here. They're saying the net worth of Justin Bieber has been counted at $285 million. And I'm assuming that's including this new deal. So he, he only had $85 million. Sure? I don't know. That's a quick Google search. I just was kind of curious what they had. But it was updated I'd with this information. I'd be surprised if that in. was with the $200 because I feel like he would be up a lot more. Like, I feel like he would be close to, like, $100 million just by himself. <sighs> Oh, now here's another one. So this was you can't this trust was that worth online, yeah. bro. You can't. Here's another one that's telling me 485. Another one with 200. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, he's you he's, can't trust the fucking people online. We're you gonna can't. do that rich person bracket. He's between 250 million and 500 million dollars. He's somewhere in that range here. So, he, for all you all you at home, he's just a millionaire. He's period. just a millionaire. You know, we, we will never understand that. All right, so moving on to our next topic here. This is also from TMZ, those pesky paparazzis getting the scoop pesky for us here. So Drake's home We was, wouldn't have stores without them, We Jake. wouldn't. We wouldn't. Hey, I didn't mean to offend you, paparazzis. <laughs> we need you. I was just opening the discussion. <laughs> My First Amendment rights are protected just like Yeah, this. right? There you go. All right, so from TMZ here, Drake's house was burglarized last Thursday when he wasn't home. So a man broke into his house, stole a few items, and when he was leaving, tipped off security, who then called the cops. So he was in the house, but wasn't noticed until he had taken items and actually left. So I don't know what your security's doing there, but not only that, a little late. How does he get in one way, and then decide to go out another way? Like, wouldn't you just go out the way you came, and then maybe. there wouldn't be, you know, you already know there's not any security guards or whatever over there. Maybe they do a loop. So maybe at the I time, guess maybe there. Yeah. it was it, a cycle. It could and be then moving. Yep, 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 yep. 
look left or right crossing the way. So who knows? But anyways, they noticed while he was leaving. By the time the cops had arrived, the man had disappeared and a neighborhood-wide search ensued. A few hours later, somebody noticed the man who fit the description walking down the street. The cops then arrested the man who was allegedly holding items that were stolen from Drake's house. So this isn't actually the first time that Drake's house had been broken into either. Back in July of 2022, at the exact same house, a man was arrested for misdemeanor trespassing. The 23-year-old suspect then tried to tell the cops that the 36-year-old rapper was his dad. And you know Drake don't have a... First of all, do the math on that. It's impossible. (laughs) He'd have been 13. Uh, Yeah, 13. He'd have been 13. It's impossible. You're shooting shooting blanks at 13, Jacob. Probably not true. You're shooting blanks at 13. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think those are... Don't test it. Don't don't test... Don't think you're just shooting blanks at 13. Wrap that shit. I don't... I think everybody Who is having sex even at 13? Dude, kids are growing up I guess nowadays. Nowadays, yeah. Nowadays, I guess I can't... I shouldn't... You shouldn't say that. You know they are. I'm an adult now. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But you know... Be smart. Be yeah, smart here. yeah, yeah, be smart. Regardless, be smart and don't lie to the cops telling you that you're it, Drake's son because they know you're not Drake's son. I mean, we just found out about Drake's son, and he's what, two, three? He's young. Yeah. He's young. And he doesn't even look like Drake. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was actually the second time that Drake's house had been broken into since he had bought the house from for, uh, the former mansion from Robbie Williams for $75 million last year in 2022. See, now I'm... Seems I, like it's a hot spot for uh, some foot traffic there. Yes. I would also want to know, because I know that this has happened before where celebrities get um, burglarized, and the reason they get burglarized is because they're on a vacation or something, and they're then updating their social media of them at this vacation, and now everybody knows they're not at home. And so people who know where they live, they're like, oh, perfect, let's go. That happens to streamers, that happens to anybody who's a celebrity. If you are ever a celebrity and you are gone, how about you wait until you're back home to then update all your social media? Yeah, that's a about, thought. No, that's definitely what you should do. 100%. No, 100% wait uh, yeah. to your home and then upload all the shit that you took, like pictures and whatnot, because like, it's just not smart. Yeah, but also at the same time, I mean, he had security. Like, he didn't just leave the house empty. No, I get that, but they didn't fucking do their job. No, you, you should probably <laughs> re- firing those security guards. security guards <laughs> and uh, get, some, get some better help in that. Yeah, honestly. But, I mean, still, I mean, he probably thought he was fine. So, I mean, at that point, if you're a celebrity traveling, you know at home you have security. So don't stress it that. and then just post it. But I get that. I get what your point is, too. I still wouldn't want to be burglarized. Even, like, like did, the, did it say how much, the, like, did it roughly say how much he, the guy took it all? Because, I mean, if it's just one guy, he can't take that much shit. You know what I mean? You know, an armful maybe of, like. But what I, is he taking from Drake? You walk into Drake's house and everything is expensive. What do you <laughs> take? Literally everything's worth $1,000. That's what, what I'm thinking. do you take? He, he's like, okay, I'm in you Drake's house. You can't. Ha- First off, you're, you, you're like, I'm in Drake's house. What, like, the, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so now you got to lower your heart rate. And then you're like, okay, there's an expensive Not only that, you're there. thinking about where are the cameras, where are the security. Like, you, there's so many things that would run through my head if I'm burglarizing somebody's house. Like, where would I, especially somebody of that tier, where do you start? And I'm curious. You could go to the kitchen and get a million dollars worth of stuff. You can go to the living room, bathroom, bedroom, yeah, steal and get a spatula. Shit you know it's like, gold-plated. You could get so many things from his Where do you start? You'd have to have a team of people you, for every room. <laughs> you, I don't know how long he was in the house, but you got to think. I don't I condone burglarization. You got 30 seconds, and then you got to get the Oh, 100%. You got 30 seconds. You got to, so you gotta, yeah. like, run in. Okay, look around. And you don't know quick. where anything is? No idea. So how are you supposed to get in and out in 30 seconds with Now, the here's stop? the other thing, too. Was there security in the house, or are they outside only? Like Drake, I would have security them? in the house, so I feel like Drake. Because I, my security, if I had security, they would be living at that house. I would have another whole fucking room or like warehouse or whatever that they live in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're always on base, and it's a big place. I mean, you could I'm easily sure give them give them a room. Drake has enough money to build them a house. It was a seventy-five million dollar mansion. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a spare bedroom. <laughs> a couple of them bitches. Yeah. You even got a separate bathroom. You'd be like, like hey, you don't even leave this side of the house. And that's another thing. 
$75 million house. This thing is bigger than eight houses combined and you are walking in there to steal stuff? How, again, where do you start? I don't understand the logic. Go to the house next door where it's just regular people. Then you can steal, you, you know where everything is then. I wonder what room he broke into first. Was it the bathroom and the window was open? Or was it like the yeah, living room? I, I wonder like, how he's he like came grand in. entrance and he's like, holy shit, it's Drake's house. He walks in, there's a big staircase and yeah. shit. He didn't even have to break it, it was just open. Like somebody left the I door. I mean, open. I really wouldn't doubt it, because there's probably like a gate or something that he or, or something that he, he climbed over he that is hop. locked normally, and then the front the normal house probably isn't locked because they already have the gate and everything. You, you know, know if I mean? you got a gate too, you'd think there'd be like a motion sensor like vibration what? or something on there. Like or cameras it's a, outside. It's a big anything. metal gate. Just like any climbing would like, send vibrations. How do you have security guys around your house, in your house, wherever they are, but then you don't have one guy that's sitting in a room looking at cameras the whole night. That makes no sense to me. Every place that has security has somebody who sits in a room and looks at cameras. So Drake, get that guy. Listen to Garky. <laughs> like, get that guy. Listen to Garky. So and they would, have, they would have seen him right away and you, they never would have got out the house. They never would have ran. Yeah, yeah. So chilling. if you guys want a nice tour destination, uh, here Go to Drake's, Drake's house is really easy yeah. to view. <laughs> you can get right inside. You, right you might not be able to leave, but you can get inside. You're gonna have a nice <laughs> escort out, so you're gonna get the full experience. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a rough escort out, I'm sure. All right, so moving on to our next topic here. This is from Rap on Instagram and ScreenRant.com. So Dr. Dre's The Chronic is back on Spotify after being removed for almost a year. So. Death Row's Records made the conscious decision to remove Dr. Dre's The Chronic and Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style from Spotify, Apple Music, and other streaming they platforms. They removed Doggy Style? I never even noticed. In, in March, uh, March, uh, sorry, March 12, 2022, this came shortly after Snoop Dogg acquired the record label in February of 2022. So, yeah, that was one of the first things Snoop Dogg did as CEO of Death Row Records. Was take his music off Spotify? He, he took, he took um, Death Row, uh, sorry, uh, The Chronic, Doggy Style, and I think there was... I, don't quote me. I didn't find the info on this, but I think there was a couple other ones that they had a hold of and they took them down. That's an interesting choice. Yeah. So I'll explain why. Especially, yeah. I was going to say, since Doggy Style is like one of his most beloved it's albums. It's his iconic like, album. Literally. And now you can't stream it anywhere, except YouTube. I did look it up. YouTube has like other Damn, users. bro. How am I supposed to listen to Gin and Juice on my playlist? All right. So I'll tell you how, actually. Fuck. Snoop Dogg announced that he was going to turn Death Row Records into an NFT label. Snoop Dogg launched We're those fucked. plans March 14th, and the first release of that project was titled Death Row Mix Volume 1. And he released it on Sound XYZ Marketplace. At the time, there were only a thousand units available for purchase. He described it as some bits and pieces from my friends and families for you to enjoy. Even a couple minutes for you to throw your own verse on there. Basically, his plans was to re-release these classics as NFTs to support the label. So, it was rumored back in 2022 so that... So, he's doing this to get money for the label. That's what the business is It's a big is marketing scheme. It's, okay, it's, sounds good. It's a new, new I mean, tactic for him here. So it was rumored back in 2022 that the album was uh, may not be back onto platforms until 2023. So the NFT exclusives may not have been a permanent replacement, but more more of an innovative push to raise awareness that the services like Spotify and Apple Music won't always have every song forever. So yeah, we take it for granted that Spotify, you open it up, you search, it's gonna have it. That's guess kind what, of their guess spelling Guess what spot. is gonna have forever? The internet. YouTube, the internet? any other, any you could, you could find that shit anywhere. You can, you I can. I can just download it to my phone right now if I want. But if, it is on YouTube, so you can listen to it on YouTube. I'll tell you, I never listen to music on YouTube. But that's like, I, I have an not, Android. I you have an Android, so guess what you can do? You can go on your browser and go to youtube.mp3.com, YouTube and then you can take the, the YouTube link of it, 
put it into that and download the file straight to your phone and it'll go to your audio and you can listen to it on your phone. That sounds like a lot of work for a song I just want to that's play That's how I used to do occasion. it for all my music oh, before, I get it. before I got Spotify. Before I, Spotify came to the that's scene. That's how I did that it for was, all my music. That was how you did it. But now it's I just pay the whatever a month and it's the convenience <sighs> I don't pay. I so get on my system. when he's removing these classics from those services, I think it's a bit of a war tactic of like, hey, you got to start paying us right. I wouldn't we don't call feel it a your... war tactic. It's more of a marketing tactic. Marketing but tactic, get, but also saying, hey, you're not always going to have this, and your users are now going to know. More of a threatening it thing, might, then. A Maybe not war, but threat. threat. I like, yes. Okay, that makes more sense, then. Yes. Yeah, so he's basically just letting them know that, hey, these services won't have every song forever. Like we were covering before, Eminem never gave him permission to play his music. Technically, that music should have never been on Spotify because he never gave him permission. Now, could you imagine if Spotify didn't have Eminem's music? But Apple Music did, or another service. Like, I that, mean, I don't care. I don't have an. I don't have an. Uh, I have an Android, so I'd still be on Spotify either way. That's what I'm saying. Like Spotify wouldn't have it, so it's, I don't listen it, to Eminem that often. So you don't, but I'm millions chilling. of people do. <laughs> it, you're you're the weird case where it's logic only. But most people will have a Eminem song just or something. Logic. Just 90%. that will not be on there anymore, and that's the whole like facade of what Spotify is. We have everything you could want. I get that. I get that. So. Now that it appears that The Chronic is available on streaming platforms again, it is still not available to stream doggy style. It appears that it is still on YouTube, uploaded through other users, however. It always um, will be. I don't think this is a confirmation that NFTs don't work, since they were rumored that The Chronic would be returning back in 2023, a year when they were announcing this. However, I did look up the NFT sale. They sold all 1,000 NFTs of the copy for Death Row Mix Volume 1, bringing in over 100, bringing in 100 ETH, or in U.S. dollars back in March 14th, 2022, that is roughly $250,000 for it. So, I mean, that's still a good chunk of change. Quarter of a mil for that? Plus, yeah, that's not bad. Plus, anytime <clears> somebody <throat> sells that, they are then getting a 10% uh, cut for oh, that Oh, because they can resale. sell it as an NFT. Yeah, 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 yep, you're so right, you're right, you're As an right. NFT, they're always going to be making money off of this project. And that's, I think, how a lot of labels are going to try and make money within this streaming industry. See, now in that way... They're going way, to release exclusives in NFT that you have to get through there. And if you don't have it, unfortunately, you can't enjoy it. You see, have to I think, wait for I think to in it. that way, NFTs do work. Because I think, I, think every, I think the NFT market being open to anybody and everybody, and anybody can just make NFTs and all that, that is shitty. That, that should not be a thing. That's where reputable, scams are Reputable companies run and reputable people should be the ones making the NFTs so that not only do you know that it's not a scam, but you also are getting a product that will stay in value. Not You're not buying a fucking brick or a cat or, or a picture of a monkey. You're buying something that everybody knows about, everybody likes, and that you will be able to sell in the future. That makes more sense to me. But tickets and like JPEG pictures and stuff, it just, none of that makes sense to me at all. Tickets I disagree with, JPEGs I agree. I think in, in the spirit of the internet, I think, day. I get that, but at the same time, what do you do? You're more online than you are. Like you want to share it with your friends that hey, I went to this thing, you didn't. Kind so of you a share it one thing. time on your on your no. on your Facebook wall that you, you have this you cool thing in NFT, but I can hang it up on my wall and see it every morning. You're thinking of it like a social media. This would be, and we're getting into crypto talk here. We're gonna try and move on. You brought here. up NFTs. I did. But <laughs> I, I was just giving the story about the chronic here. Um, so basically, your wallet is how you spend stuff that would be like your badge of you could see all the events this person went to you could say hey you're an but actual then at that point that is a social media that's like going to somebody's profile and seeing but it's their not stuff. just you're posting it once it's a always there you're gonna see that every post that i post it. on facebook you can go through and watch and see it again that's what i'm saying i can but i gotta the scroll more, through all your shit posts it's gonna become that though 
the more that people like because there's going to be okay, nfts because okay. if, if, if they allow nfts to be a market that anybody can make nfts people are going to be buying nfts all the time and cheaper ones that they think are going to go up so then you think that you can go on somebody's profile and just see like what concerts they went to but no i guarantee you'll have to scroll because they're going to buy other nfts if people are buying nfts in any form they are buying other nfts and other forms and you can see every nft on there yes but i think there will be innovations through the wallet provider like uh, MetaMask or things like that, where it's there's a special slot that verified like NFTs categories that will show up as like these are verified NFTs. I don't think they should ever like say who can or can't make an NFT because that's but kind of going it, against the freedom of the internet. Of like, you, but if you're saying only labels can make, and it fucking scams. It does. I, it's just like it's on the purchaser gotta, and the NFTs audience. NFTs need to be regulated to a degree. I think it is also on the consumer to realize that not everything that's an nft is worth something but there are values within the nft space that you just got to know if it's a death row record nft See, but you that's say more that valuable. and then you're or more technically valuable. you're blaming victims at that point if you say that because these people get no, scammed and then they don't they think it's a reputable source that they got marketed to say ftx for 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 one right there that's a great example mr clean no not mr clean but um i just want to say nfts and crypto exchanges are two different things but i'll let they're you finish a part of the same category that's like saying they are both investments that go up over time they are they are the same they're not the same exact thing but they are in the same category that's like saying a CD at a bank is the see, same thing as a bank. Where do you see your where do you see your on your crypto wallet? You can see your NFTs and your crypto, right? Mm -hmm. Why do you think they're in the same place? Because they are a part of the same category. They're the, part of the same ecosystem. Exactly. Which is like saying a YouTube video is the exact same as an Instagram post because it's on the yes, internet. Yes, because it's a social media post. That is exactly what it is. Yes. It's a social it's media a post, but they're different things. In the when you get down to the basics, a YouTube video is not the same as a picture on Instagram. How is it not? Uh, a video I can is watch a, a video, bunch of pictures. I can comment on the actual thing. I can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can follow, comment, it, it's, it's like. It's similar, but it's not the same thing. There's videos on Instagram too. I, it's in the same category. I'm not saying it's the same thing, Jacob. Okay. It is in the right. same category. Hey, listen, I think there's disagreements that I just. Don't think we're ever going to see eye to eye, but I think it is an interesting development for Death Row Records to be using NFTs to try and sustain some revenue in the streaming ecosystem of just Spotify, Apple Music, where they have the full control on how much money those artists are making. They're taking back some of the controlling properties of what art is on a digital media. NFTs are great for showing ownership through art online. It's, yes, it's got again, devolved I to agree a, with those things. It's got devolved to a scam for a lot of people can just make it, but I also think it's like the dot-com bubble. You can still buy any dot-com domain you want, but people were buying dot-com uh, back in the boom of it because they thought food.com was going to be worth a lot of money, which it I might mean, they have, were, but a lot of them weren't. <laughs> they were. A lot of them weren't. It was the same thing. It's a, it's it's People are going to have to just learn to do their due diligence before they put money in. See, that is on you if you're going to be buying so something and you think it's an investment. I agree with it. you on that point. On that front, that makes sense. But going back to the example that I had before you cut me off, XT FTX. I want to finish my thought. It was endorsed by celebrities, and they had a, a Super Bowl commercial for it. I, so those people were misled by marketing. Yes. That is not their fault. There should be that regulations is not their fault. on the That's why not. That's why I think industry. not everybody should be able to make them and be able to advertise them to I people. I disagree that with is, you on that front. That is not okay. I think it is something that when you do massive campaigns like that, where celebrities are being involved, there should be some like ownership on the celebrity to do some sort of due diligence to not just sell their fame for but money. But the celebrity for also exposure. gets, they also get 
um, misled, though. That's the thing. They are also being misled. And that is why and they then the sue the companies. Yes. But guess what? The normal person can't sue the companies like these people can, like those celebrities can. They are not, they don't have the means to do that. And that is why lawyers nowadays, especially for the FTX, I heard there are a couple lawyers that are making clash action lawsuits about it, helping these people get their money back or whatever. You know what I mean? I'll not tell you, everybody that's dead can in the do water because there is no money. That's not true. They literally just got two hundred million from his Sam Bankman Freed. He had it stashed. Oh, if he yes. had it, if he, he had, had it, he had two hundred million dollars stashed. All of that the they money found in his crypto there. wallet. There, no, of course it's not all. So there. not everybody's going to get. They their, seized their everything that he has, and he, he, they have money to give back to the people. Not everything, of course, but they have money to give back to the people. I just I just watched a video on it the other day. Yeah, I I agree with you that those institutions should have to have some regular regulation on them to prevent. Misleading. The same thing with a bank in a way of like you can't just say one thing and do it different. Like that's misleading your customer. But the act of making an NFT I don't think should be necessarily regulated. But I think putting them on an exchange should definitely have some sort of a process to have some validity or just not that's even. kind of exactly what I'm saying though. Like so everybody yeah, can make them, sure. But you cannot post them without it being valid. That is the point of I think it. using the centralized system. And people get misled. Using a centralized exchange that should have more regulation on it but the act of making an nft and putting it on the blockchain i think is it's you can't not prevent it but the the selling it to customers through a business legitimate business registered with the government that should totally be regulated yeah because there was a lot of scams, a lot of scams and i think we agree on that there there was a lot of that but anyways we got into a whole other conversation kind of we about do that how that here. worked we do that are you guys happy that the chronic's back i mean I didn't necessarily know. I didn't it was even gone. know it was gone. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest; it's a good album. I'm not saying it's not. It's a, definitely a classic. But I mean, hey, it must have worked because they were able to sell all of the NFTs that they were marketing. It was only a thousand. I mean, you got some hardcore fans that are like, "I'll buy it," and they actually got something out of it versus a picture. You actually are apparently able to take the song and put your own kind of verse over it because you're a holder That's what of I heard, it. Yeah. So it is kind of some innovative ways that you could then have fans be able to work with published art without just putting up a video file on YouTube. It, it could be a serious way that, and then say, hey, you sell that to somebody else who wants it. Now the Death Row Records is also getting a cut of that so they can Let me ask sustain you this. that project so say, in the future. Say I own Doggy Style and I have... You own an NFT that so gives you say copy I, to it. I, 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 own, I have the rights for it, for NFT, right? You have one NFT, yes, you yes. get access to it. You only get access to it. So what, whatever so they, what, just, if you are able to download it, there might be a link when okay, you have the NFT. So what I was going to ask is... Can these people then put their verse on it and then put that onto Spotify or YouTube as a song collaborating with Snoop Dogg? I imagine that's in the fine print. Because if they can do that, that would be sick, actually. I imagine that's in the fine print. And the way he explains it here, so I'll read it that again. Is that, now, that's a good idea. So here's what Snoop Dogg said to describe it. Some bits and pieces from my friends and family for you to enjoy. Every couple or even a couple of minutes where you can throw your own verse on there. I imagine that throw your own verse on there you're able to go to some website, verify that you own an NFT, and you can then download the link for it. Can you put it on Spotify? That I don't know. I don't know the legal, like, around that where it's like, can you get away with it? How do you, I guess you could prove it. Do you have the NFT for it? But how do you prove that artist has it? You, there'd, be some, there'd be some questions to where if Snoop Dogg were to sue somebody because they had it but didn't have the NFT. Sure. That I'd be, I'd be curious how that plays out because it is a neat idea. Because, I mean, on the song itself, like, say somebody just downloads doggy style from YouTube there isn't an extra two minutes for you to put a verse on 
So if there is, you know what I mean? So like you kind of have to you have, have to find an instrumental playing. Exactly. You'd have to find that to like make it without having the NFT. It's like doing a TikTok way. duet, but with the file not on TikTok. But it's TikTok. your file. Yeah, exactly. it's your file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Cool. Some, Good for Snoop, getting quarter of a million dollars I, for death row. I like that he's trying to him. change the industry bit. I mean, you might not agree with NFTs all the way, Snoop but he's out here doing side imp- missions. He's trying to implement these things to bring change to the, the industry that he's grew up in, essentially. But I, uh, I'm i kind of split. I don't know if it's successful. I haven't heard much other than I, I had to go and look actually for this info. It was it was just, hey, the Chronic's back on. And I was like, why was it ever taken off? Yeah. That's why I found all this. Interesting. Okay. So, yeah, okay. that's uh, that's this, this, this topic. That's actually the last of our topics. BBNC here. always has some great topics, guys. Don't you like them? <sighs> I mean, I try, I try to bring something different every time. You know, you never know what you're going to find in rap through the week there's well, I mean, so many different about, things that happen and it's i mean rap's been around for how long it's fucking so going on 50 years it'll be yeah. 50 years this year i think it's august 13th yeah isn't there a rap or hip-hop day or something yep. like that we'll definitely cover it here on hip-hop history it's actually on cwhiphop.com slash history it's the only entry with a picture next to it so if you scroll you'll see a picture that's that's the hip-hop history i made sure that was the the big one that's the most important one this is the birth of it all yes sir yes sir so that's all we got for our topics this week Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Let us ramble a little bit. We are going to be doing the WIA's final. We're going to announce all of the winners next Wednesday on our uh, live DJ starting at 7 p.m. every Wednesday. Uh, we have that show. We're going to be doing it during that slot there. So make sure you guys are tuning in for that. Um, we have some great plans for it. We got some interesting ideas we want to try and implement. So it's going to be a good time. Make sure you guys are. We don't try. That. We no, do. We, we do. We do it over here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thank you to our sponsors, Hollywood Recording Company and thank Chop you. Shop Barbershop. You can find information on our homepage at cwhiphop.com. Make sure you guys support those businesses because they're also supporting Wisconsin hip-hop. Thank you to our Patreon listener tier, Danielle and Maverick. We Thanks, appreciate Mom. you guys. If you want to join them, we shout you out on every live DJ and podcast. Go to patreon.com slash cwhh. Also, we have our new music uh, playlist on Spotify. It's New Wisconsin Hip Hop. Make sure you guys follow that. We have a ton of concerts going on. Uh, we're always going to be updating this, so make sure you guys check out cwhiphop.com slash concerts. If you're ever bored on a Friday, want to know what you can do in a couple weeks, we try to update this with as uh, up-to-date information as soon as we can. As soon as we see it, we try mm-hmm. and put it on there so you guys have time to plan. If you're an artist, I'm going to make this PSA. If you're an artist, please, please try and have three weeks for promoting, promoting the show. That'll make the most success for it. There's there's got to be a way for I know there's got to be a way for word of mouth to get around. I mean we do the yeah. show once a week. And if you're just, se- just it, send us the flyer, email it to us, whatever it is. If you're putting a show on, the, it's Wednesday, you announce it, and the show's Friday or Saturday. People have plans already. I mean you might have some people just hanging around, not nothing. To it do. also depends though how close these people are to where the different thing cities, is. Yeah. different things. I mean if somebody wants to travel, that I mean you got to take that into account. I mean we have people who come from Milwaukee up here to mm-hmm. some shows. We go down to the Milwaukee shows, Madison, La Crosse. There's a lot all over the state. So you got to realize there are people who are willing to travel, but they need a bit of a heads up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, yeah, we're announcing the winners February 8th for the WIA. So make sure you guys are here for that. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram at CW Hip Hop. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram at BVNC925. Garky, where can the listener find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at Garky Gaines, G-A-R-K-E-G-A-I-N-Z, and pretty much any other platform at just Garky. Appreciate y'all tuning in today. All right. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Episode 102. 102. Yes, Mm -hmm. we'll be back with episode 103, announcing those winners. Wisconsin Icon Awards. Can't spell Wisconsin without icons. So we'll see you guys there. And hope you guys have a great rest of your night. Peace. Peace.